0: Okay, how do you pronounce the following word? T R I D U U M. I say triduum. 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 Not triduum. Or triduum.
1: Definitely not triduum.
0: Yeah, that one I would agree with. What
1: triduum. was the second one? Triduum. Triduum.
0: Like a short I sound? Yeah. Or tri- triduum. 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 Triduum.
1: Triduum sounds a little lazier we
0: Welcome to the Lazy 23 Podcast. Michael here. And Lazy Father Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> like a lazy river. <laughs> a lazy <laughs> summer day. How you doing? Doing all right. Yeah, yeah. yourself? Doing good. Yeah. I missed you la- while I was here Palm Sunday, but I missed you the previous weekend. Oh, I
1: appreciate that. I missed you too. Oh, huh? <laughs> so good. Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> Just kidding. I'm needy. Okay, you know this by now. Wow. Anyway, uh, it's good to be with all of you. We are getting so excited about Holy Week. Because it's here. It's here. We are in the midst of it. Mm -hmm. And uh, we hope that you will join us over the next several days because we're moving in. I brought my air mattress. Nice. Do you... We have plenty of uh, coffee and a blue punch. (laughs) That sounds like a very toxic combination. Mm -hmm. Speaking of air mattresses, Mm -hmm. do you prefer like the really tall ones? You know what I'm talking about? The ones Mm -hmm. that are like four feet off the ground Mm -hmm. or... You know, just the modest, humble, mm-hmm. you know, normal air
1: mattress. I can't tell you the last time I slept on an air mattress. Wow. I guess I just don't have enough adventures where that's a thing. <laughs> well, we're But my th- guess is the...
0: The the Cadillac of air mattresses. Probably. Yeah, I mean, go big or go home. Right. I When I was the youth minister at this parish, we would take our high school kids down to Appalachia. Like, we actually were doing that this summer again, mm-hmm. right? There's a group going down. Um, I mm-hmm. was sleeping on an air mattress... In our bunk quarters, for lack of a better term, that makes it sound more glamorous than it was. And um, I put a little folding chair next to my air mattress so that I could use it as a nightstand, you know, mm, for my yeah, cell phone, right. things you like glasses. that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And uh, when I woke up, the uh, folding chair was above me. When I went to sleep, it was level with me. And as you can imagine, all the air in my air mattress had gone out and oh. I had been sinking throughout the night. Wow! So it wasn't completely deflated, but it was to the point where it was no longer comfortable because it was just soft at that point. You were
1: wondering why you had dreams of being in quicksand or something. I was like, so why do I feel like I'm sinking
0: in the dark. Cause there were other adult chaperones in the room with me that mm-hmm. were sound asleep. So I had to find the valve on the air mattress. I thought it's better just to let all the air out and sleep on the floor at this point. <laughs> so I would just open the valve ever so slightly and just let, right just let little bits of air out at a time and i could slowly feel the cold floor hitting my tummy (laughs) as as i was descending down to (laughs) to the tile uh but that's like the first story i always think of when i think of air mattresses i'll be we'll be sleeping in our beds this week so really this was all based on a lie i apologize wow to to the listeners i think they got it all right holy week here we go. Yeah. If you're listening to this on Thursday when the podcast comes out, you should come to church tonight. Absolutely. It's a great mass.
1: Yeah. That's a nice thing about the and if you've never been to these triduum masses, um you think, well, I just got to like it's like the same thing like four times. <laughs> you know, it's like a regular mass, but I just got to go four nights in a row.
0: A different theme maybe.
1: Um right, but they they really are so unique. Um and that's the that's the cool thing about it.
0: I love that. So Thursday Mass is called Evening Mass of the Lord's Supper. Um, contrary to the title, you don't get dinner, but you do get the Eucharist. And what's better the than The Lord's that? Supper. Yeah. <laughs> so come on over tonight at 7 o'clock. That's Thursday, yep. 7 o'clock. If you're listening to this on Friday. You're you still in luck. You should still come to church today. At and, 7 o'clock. And there's actually two ap- opportunities for you. Uh, we're having Stations of the Cross at 2 o'clock and then our Good Friday service is at 7 o'clock. Yep. If you're listening to this on Saturday. You're still you, in luck. You should, you should come to church tonight. Uh, but don't come until 830.
1: 830. Yeah. Because it starts. It's like the vigil of all vigils. It starts in the dark. This is great. God willing, we'll have a fire. But. Um, oh, it's a fire.
0: Uh, yes, that would be Great. Yeah, it's the uh, weather. This weekend is looking nice. It is so
1: it, the the wind though. is always the yeah,
0: and it's even windy on a nice day out here. Yeah,
1: I know. So hopefully so, we can have a fire and but, but the, we'll see.
0: The vigil is great. It's um, it just has so much beautiful symbolism and um, it's the biggest mass of the year. It, what, and what of are,
1: course the, the highlight is is bringing people into the church. Yes, and so uh, which is amazing and I think it should just remind all of us of our of our own call. You know, in the church and our own baptism and confirmation and receiving of Eucharist. And
0: and not to take that. any any of it for granted. Right. Right. That's for sure. P- pretty cool. For sure. All right. If you're listening to this on Sunday. We still have church. Keep coming. Yes. Uh, Sunday morning, 9 o'clock and 11 o'clock, just like normal. But bonus masses. Ding, ding. In, oh, I like the bell. Yeah. Uh, down and around Collie Hall, also at 9 and 11. Yeah. So, Which will also be... Uh, this will also be good. They're gonna be great. Yeah, like Tony the Tiger. It's like frosted great. Flakes. They're great. That's
1: your Easter Sunday uh, feasting.
0: <laughs> frosted flakes. I don't know about you, but I don't. By the time Easter Sunday finishes, I don't even know if I have enough energy to eat hmm. a frosted flake. Wow. No, I'm just kidding. You're <laughs> like
1: a little bird. We'll feed you with a dropper or something like that. <laughs> just IV drip me mm-hmm. by that point. We actually, can make, we can make it happen.
0: And in, in all seriousness, I actually don't like. I don't like saying those. Th- I take it back because I don't. I don't think a complaining about the schedule is fruitful, and B, it's an absolute blessing to be able to do every single thing.
1: Yeah, it's sort of it's a it's a happy tiredness. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: So I I take no. It's just sarcasm, really. I was going for the punchline. I
1: apologize. You're forgiven. Oh gosh,
0: thank you. Wow. I, we're having a moment. Uh, I'm
1: I'm just glad all the listeners could just be here for this moment. <laughs> let's just and let's. See if in. they're still here in three seconds. I, we won't know. We won't know. That's the
0: beauty of it. That's right. <laughs> All right. For those of you that are still here, let's get into the gospel reading for this Sunday. So just, just to recap real quick what we were just going through, um, you know, Thursday, Friday, Thursday, Last Supper, obviously Friday, Passion, according to John. Saturday is a resurrection account, mm-hmm. and then, of course, Sunday is a resurrection account. For the sake of the podcast today, we are going to focus on the Sunday morning readings. Yep. Um, I think it's worth noting there's a bonus little thing at Mass on Sunday morning, which there's always a false start on this. Oh, uh-huh. There's always a false stand mm-hmm. on Easter Sunday mm-hmm. for the sequence. So those of you that have um, listened to the podcast will know you've been warned mm-hmm. you're going to have the first reading. Then you're going to have the psalm. Then you're going to have the second reading. Then, bonus.
1: Yeah, don't don't stand up. I was waiting for don't,
0: the, the ding ding.
1: I just heard it. Oh. Oops, is that your phone?
0: That was, No. <laughs> I wanted it from your mouth. That's fine. Oh. Ding. Oh, there it is. Bonus. Don't anticipate. Participate. Anticipate. Very good. That's what I tell my children. Uh, you get the Easter sequence. Then. Then. Stand up. Oh, yeah. For the Alleluia.
1: Let it rip. In a <laughs> letter. I don't know what I did. Why I just said that?
0: I it was fine. It was good. We're gonna rip the. Hallelujah! Out. Right, it's yeah. Easter. That's this is going down. To do quickly today, uh, and then uh, of course the gospel reading, which we're about to read. Yeah. So th- you've been warned. As always, we'll see who who false starts on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I personally don't have to worry you, about it because I get to sit the whole time. Right.
1: I wonder if I, I'm just thinking. I wonder if I should like pretend like I'm standing <laughs> and then like um, just kind of see who 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 jumps. I you won't know? throw
0: anyone under the bus, but I've been to masses before where the priest is the one that false starts the stand, and then then it's really then he's got
1: oh sit down, and then you got some people standing and yeah. some people sitting. Now that I said this, I probably will just forget and stand up. So and it,
0: I'll lose it. <laughs> We're, uh, this is going to be so much fun. Uh,
1: okay, Gospel it, of John. It, it can't be worse than uh, Easter Vigil a couple years ago where I think I just forgot to bring people into the church.
0: You forgot? Yeah. You skipped the whole part of the mass. Um, yeah. Okay. Well,
1: P- I, we we got to it eventually once I realized my, <laughs> my faux pas. <laughs> at
0: what point did you
1: realize that? Um at the offertory when um the the two the servers weren't really quick to set the altar and I'm like what's going on? And then the 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 music uh, director started playing the song and they still weren't moving and I was like, "Hmm. This is odd." And then it just sort of struck me and I went, <gasps> Music, what? And the music director's wife said, You should go back to the feed and look at your face at the hour 37 mark when you realized. That's so good. <laughs> so by then, I didn't even try to be smooth. I went down to the music director, the pianist, and I was like, Nope, cut. We're done. No, no, stop. I I messed up. That's on me. That's all right. <laughs> you stopped the song. Right. Mid-song. And, you know, like the record scratched. Yeah, yeah, you know, it was that's... like, It was, it was, um, We've all had not a liturgical highlight of my life. That's great. So, Oh, thank
0: you for sharing that with me. That makes me feel way better about my faux pas a couple of weeks ago. You remember when we had the baptism at mass? Oh, and you said an A word. And it wasn't until the third time I was singing Alleluia in the middle of mm-hmm. Lent that I realized we yeah. shouldn't be singing this right now. That's all right.
1: I, Michael, we, I just remember the good things. We all, <laughs>
0: well, they're few and far between. We, um, that's why I remember that. That's <laughs> they're easy to remember. All right, friends. Let's get into this gospel reading. Uh, Father Jeff and I will share other horror stories. I'm sure we have some others we could we could hmm. um, conjure up. But yeah. you know what? It's just a great reminder that we are humans. That's right. And Jesus, and Jesus is still there. Jesus is still there, and it's, he might
1: have a frown on his face, but he's still there. <laughs> I think he. I think Jesus has a good sense of humor. Thank you. All right. This is from John chapter twenty, verses one and nine. On that first day of the week. Mary of Magdala came to the tomb early in the morning, while it was still dark, and saw the stone removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved and told them, They have taken the Lord from the tomb, and we don't know where they put him. So Peter and the other disciple went out and came to the tomb. They both ran, but the other disciple ran faster than Peter and arrived at the tomb first. He bent down and saw the burial cloths there, but did not go in. When Simon Peter arrived after him, he went into the tomb and saw the burial cloths there, and the cloth that had covered his head, not with the burial cloths, but rolled up in a separate place. Then the other disciple also went in, the one who had arrived at the tomb first. And he saw and believed, for they did not yet understand the scriptures that he had to rise from the dead."
0: We've heard this story a lot. Yep. It's easy to take for granted the sequence of events. Right. Without completely reflecting on the miraculous event that has taken place.
1: Right. Like if you were there and like experiencing this.
0: While you were reading it, I was thinking about their emotions through all of this. So, you know, talking about, Going through Thursday and Friday and Saturday, imagine the roller coaster of emotions they have right. gone through. Um, we probably, if we've lost somebody in our lives before, I mean, obviously they didn't go through necessarily the death, the bloody death that Jesus went through, but we know the sadness and the pain that is caused by losing someone that you are close to and that you love. And there is. A sense of peace, really, when you know the person that you love is at least laid in their final resting place, whether they've been cremated or they've been buried. And um, there's at least a little bit of Mm -hmm. mental closure. It doesn't mean the grief is over. It doesn't mean um, it's necessarily any easier, but at least, you know, okay, we got through that. This part is done. So imagine being them and just feeling like, okay, at least we can start to make sense of this a little bit, even knowing, you know, he said some crazy things might happen, but at least we know he's been laid to rest. Thank you for Joseph of Arimathea, right? And then this happens, and now they're like, where did he go? Just imagine what's going through their heads at this time.
1: I think, you know, thinking of Mary of Magdala, she came to the tomb early in the morning while it was still dark, um, she wouldn't have gone the day before because it was a Sabbath. And so, you know, she, she got there as early as she could. Like she just, to your point about sort of the resting place, she just wanted to be there hmm. and to be, even though, you know, there was that, of course, stone in front of the tomb. She just, she loved Jesus so much. She just wanted to be there with him, even though he was presumed just in the tomb. Well, imagine how many people go to visit a loved yeah. one at the cemetery now. For sure. You know? For sure. So she... She just wanted to be there. She loved him so much. And so to think like, wait, he's gone. So like she, it is interesting, the whole emotional thing, perhaps like she came to just be, just be there with him and his body. And then even that's gone. Mm -hmm. Like, like, so she still has this, maybe sort of this emptiness. Like not only did he die, but now his body's not even here, you know, and that she wanted to just be, be, be close to.
0: I, there's an image of that that comes into my head as a child, because one of the things I love about this week is I've o- even as a kid I was glued to Holy Week in church what what were all the things that the priest was doing what what are the musicians doing what's the deacon doing what are the servers doing um, I just loved all the liturgies and something that really struck me at the end of Holy Thursday as a kid was seeing the altar stripped mm-hmm. and the tabernacle doors open right so this whole image of Jesus, when you said we know he's in there, you know, we probably take for granted that at any time in a Catholic church, we can stop in and we know that his presence is there. And then you see this stark contrast at the end of Holy Thursday that the doors are open and it is empty it reminds me of what you were saying like oh my gosh she's gone where did he go now of course we know what what's happening in the church but i think there's some imagery there that's worth reflecting it on it helps us
1: enter into it yeah.
0: yeah do you have memories of holy week as a kid
1: i don't i don't know that i do i don't maybe good friday we would have gone to mm-hmm. um, but i don't i don't recall necessarily um, that we went you know every year or anything like that yeah
0: i um I think it's neat to see because, you know, even on Thursday of uh, Holy Week, we invite all the first communicants and their families to come as we celebrate the institution of the Eucharist. Mm -hmm. So obviously it's a special time. So I love seeing children being able to participate in it. And um, in some ways it's neat because the liturgies are different. I think that helps kids to pay attention a little bit more because it's not and I don't mean this in a bad way, but it's not the same old, same old. Right the rhythm of the liturgy right. that we experience on exactly. Sunday. So exactly. if you have kids and you're thinking maybe this isn't for them, it is bring them yeah. all are welcome.
1: Yeah. Um, even on good Friday with the uh, adoration veneration of the cross to see some mm. kid, you know, bend down and like kiss the cross. They're just mm. it's really extra moving uh, in some ways.
0: That's great. Okay, sorry, I, I derailed this a little bit, but that, that image of the empty tabernacle mm-hmm. kind of struck me with what we were talking about. So uh, back to the gospel reading.
1: I think it's important that it starts out um, on the first day of the week. Um, so it's it's a, it is a, it's a day of newness. It's a day of new beginnings. Um, you know, it's the day when God... Started the act of creation to so a day of of new creation, mm-hmm. um and a and a new, a new reality and so it's not just a, you know a warm up line you know there it's there's something significant about it's the first day.
0: That makes me think about how many times now. Of course, we're thinking Sunday, right? That's the first day of the week. Mm-hmm. But even when it comes to like, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start working out really well. I'm going to start on Monday because it's the first day of the week, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. it may be, or I'm going to start a new diet. I'm going to eat like trash on Friday, but come Monday, it's a new beginning, you know, whatever it may be. Um, so there is significance to like that new start, uh, for sure.
1: Which then with the new beginning that Christ gives us through his resurrection, um, what do we do with that? Kind of like that desire to, whether it's start a diet like tomorrow or start working out tomorrow. Um, this is, the, this is a new day, and it's the Lord's Day. And, um, you know, are we, are we embracing that, that newness today that we, that we have our life in him? I just re- I read, um, I think it was in the Liturgy of the Hours um, a week or so ago, and that I was struck by this line that, of course, I've, I've prayed for years, but in a new way it struck me. It said, we enabled him to die. He will enable us to live. We, mm. He took on our, our, our human flesh, mm. uh, so that's why it was that we allowed—we enabled him to be able to experience death. But then through his resurrection, he's going to enable us to experience life, you know, uh, a newness of life here on earth and, of course, then the eternal life. And yeah, that's, uh, that's the newness, I think, that, um, that we're meant to really have some wonder um, about, especially on Easter Sunday.
0: Some people, this is like the ultimate change for the good, right? Mm. Some people love change. Some people resist change. I would say this is a change that we can all get behind, right? The the newness of it. Um, Even in this Easter season, though, it's important to remember we don't just celebrate this for one day, Right. right? We're just hearing the beginning of what's going to unfold over the next several weeks. Right. And this is a multi-week celebration that we're going to embark on.
1: Yeah. I mean, the candy might go on sale on Monday, but it takes a whole season <laughs> to really I... celebrate like Jesus rising from the dead.
0: Right. Should I get some candy on Monday? It's probably not good for the diet.
1: Yeah. Well, you can start that on Tuesday.
0: <laughs> no, I can only start it on a Monday. So if I buy the candy, that gives me a whole week to eat it. That's right. Then the following Monday, right? if the bag's gone, then you start the diet. There you go. If... I think I asked you this last time, so this is a repeat question. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite Easter candy? I, think, uh, I don't remember what you said.
1: I said uh, the uh, the Reese's peanut butter. Oh, the cups. Uh, cup, yeah, eggs, the egg. The egg-shaped the, ones, because oh, abs- those are so different. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> different than the Christmas trees.
1: Yeah. This is probably the same but They're thing actually I, easier to eat than the than the the cups, because the cups have the sharp points. <laughs> oh, that's right. <sir.
0: laughs> <laughs> oh, it hurts so good. <laughs> Thank you, John Cooker. The, <laughs> I... Uh, I will find you a treat. I don't know what
1: it's... I, you don't have to. I Well, I just want to make sure that we take care of you. Well, I don't know that sugar is what does it. So. Well,
0: you can think about it on Tuesday after you eat it.
1: <laughs> All right. Let's uh, take it to prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Almighty God, uh, we're just grateful for the newness that you um, bring to us. Um, help us to appreciate that in a special way this Easter Sunday that... As we've been hearing, just whether it's about the woman at the well, the man born blind, Lazarus, just whatever, blindness, darkness, entombness, if that's a word, that, that we're in under, that, that you call us out of that. that you've risen from it yourself, and uh, you bring about a, a newness of life in us that we don't have to um, look behind or stay in the dark, but you are the light uh, of our life, and that um, you shine on us in a special way today and um, every day. Uh, so, God, we love you. We thank you for your love for us. Sustain us this day and each day in that love, in the Holy Spirit, and through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name Amen. of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.
0: If I may, I'm going to ask for prayers this week from the listeners of the podcast. Mm. Prayers for our priests, prayers for all of our liturgical ministers, yep. prayers for all the people coming to Mass. Yep. Uh, that this may be just a really beautiful Holy Week where we truly encounter the Paschal Mystery. Amen.